Grow Great is a city government leadership podcast with Lisa Norris and me, Randy Cantrell. Each week, we share insights, experiences, and wisdom to help you and your leadership grow great. Our website is growgreat.com. Episode 2208, Leadership Ingredient, Curiosity. So we're up to curiosity. Again, it's episode eight, so it's 2208. So if you want to go to the website, growgreat.com and find any show notes, curiosity, let's start with sometimes we're just given a mandate. CMO brings down an ordinance. We've got our marching orders. We present that to our team and while this doesn't seem congruent with the topic of curiosity, it is because we're trying to facilitate dialogue and asking questions. However, there are time and place, right? You've had those circumstances. I assume in your career where you've got marching orders and do you want to assemble your team and have a bunch of questions and have a bunch of collaboration in those moments or how do you handle those? Yeah, that's, that's a great, uh, cause we've all been in those. I have been in a situation where it, we are committed to death is what I call it. Every decision has to be a committee decision. They want a representative from every department. They want all levels of leadership. You have strong people, you, you know, I think there's a time and place for committees. I think they're very valuable, but not on every decision, right? I think as leaders, we need to know when the time is to have a group to reach consensus or to be curious and ask questions and a time that there's been a, there's been a change. This is what, for instance, a council, a council mandate, the council says, I want this to happen. I want a cleanup of this neighborhood. CMO agrees to that. Uh, to serve council. They are our, you know, our constituents and they have the constituents out there that they are trying to serve. So it only makes us look good to help reach those goals because their goals are our goals. CMO's goals are my goals. My goals are my team's goals, right? It just, I think we have to do all of those things. And um, does your there team are times understand- when it does not require what? consensus. That's where I will tell them. Does I will your- tell Go ahead. Does your team understand? Does your team understand the context of of that, but that that isn't that's not how you always roll, but on this occasion you have well, to roll that way. I mean, or, or in do they our just, case, do they yeah, just feel case, completely shut team, down? No, our team understands that because it doesn't happen every day. Exactly. So I will I will lay it out with me in context and say, guys, this came down from the city council last night. This is what we're going to do to support that initiative. Let's see what we need to shift to, in order to make this happen. Let's pr- let me know priorities. So I still think we, you can engage with them so they know we are shifting for cause um, and that I'm supporting it. But even if I'm absolutely don't agree with what we're doing, it's always the three. Is it illegal? unethical or immoral. If it's not one of those three, then we can make it happen. Right. 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 That's what we talked about. Those would be your non-negotiables. If if those are happening, I need a question before I push it down to my team to make sure we've addressed that. But in our city, that's not going to happen. We just don't roll that way. Um, 
it's none of those things. So we need to shift to, to achieve what the city manager is trying to do in their office and what the council is trying to do for the constituents in our community. Uh, and we want to make everybody else look good, right? If I can, my team can make me look good and I can make Cheryl look good and Cheryl can make Steve look good and Steve can make the council and the mayor look great. Man, that's a benefit for all of us. So I think in those cases, you have to have set the stage over time that your team knows how you roll and how you operate. And hopefully that's a positive. That's, you know, that's, that's great. As we're talking about growing. This is also why humility is the foundation, you know, is the linchpin for, for all of it, because not only must we have the humility to understand that the time and the place for whatever these conversations, maybe we were in on it. Maybe we weren't you as a director. Maybe you were in on it. Maybe you weren't. So there's got to be some humility where you're not completely offended that you weren't involved. And hopefully that, that philosophy trickles down to your team to understand we, we weren't consulted, get over it. Doesn't mean that we're not valued. It's just stuff happens. Decisions get made above our pay grade, no matter what our pay grade is, by the way. And you know, and honestly, all of that, we can go into a whole different episode podcast on that, but that all comes down to how you communicate it because all your team needs to hear is that you support this initiative. How can we help serve them? How can we help get this done? So it looks amazing. And you follow the same, how can we, how can we apply our values to that project to make it excellent? Right. If they hear you saying, Okay, here we go. Here's another initiative coming down from the top. And guys, we just need to we just need to shift our schedule. I know it's going to put everybody behind. That's a completely different message they just heard than how can we how can we serve them? How can this emulate our values in everything we do and make it an excellent project in a short amount of time, right? Uh, those are the things I think it's, that's where communication is key and the delivery of the message. How often have we seen delivery is brutal, <laughs> you know, well, and the, the, we the good them, thing about, yeah, go ahead. We, them thing, you that's know, right. into play. That's right. So I think we're the uh, good guys, the people, the bosses upstairs, they're all the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's never a good message. If that's the message that's being shared, uh, that's, that's a problem, Yeah, but it happens. And I've well, seen it. Of course it, it happens. Of course it happens. Well, curiosity is largely about one thing, and that is questions. I learned in operating businesses for low the many years that I did, the quality of our questions determines the quality of our business. Right. But I would transfer that in city government uh, and, and even any kind of an organization. The quality of our questions, man, it, it just can determine everything. Any of us who have raised kids, and if you've raised a two, a three, a four-year-old, then you get it. These are inquisitive minds. Naive, inquisitive yeah. minds. And, and I, love, I love the phrase. I, I, I didn't come up with it. I don't know who did, but I remember writing it down 100 years ago. You know, the naive curiosity is powerful. I mentioned it last time about sitting down in a brand new industry and had having no clue. 
Yes, admittedly, it was sparked largely by my own laziness because I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to figure this thing out. I didn't want to have to learn this the hard way. I got people in the room who can answer my questions. I'm, I mean, it just seemed foolish to me to not ask. So, you know, we've raised kids and we've got five grandkids and you know, they, they've just barraged us, you know, with a, with a litany of questions as kids do. Right. Somewhere along the line, we lose all that. We, we lose our naivete. Well, pride gets in our way. The same thing that will derail our humility is the same thing that will derail our curiosity in that if I am the smartest person in the room, or I think I am, then guess what that necessarily means? I got no questions because I've already got the answers. Well, I don't and need I would, to hear from you people because I already know. I would add to that, Randy. Um, it could be ego that gets in the way, or it could be the ego of somebody else that's, that's pushed you down. In other words, you've yeah. been led by someone who has continually dismissed, demoralized. Anytime you ask a question, it's a stupid question. It's an irritant. You shouldn't have asked. They get, you know, it's the whole Pavlov's dog theory. Mm -hmm. You get trained not to ask anymore. And right. I've had some of those that I've had to retrain, you know, that have come from organizations that that is how they addressed it. It, it might've been one manager, but if that's the one that led them for five years, guess what? They don't want to ask questions. And I have to say, no, you, you look like you have a question. And they're like, no, 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 it's okay. And I'm like, no, I'd really love to hear that. I'd really love to hear it. Maybe it hasn't been asked before. And they'll ask it all. That's a great, that's, I didn't think of that, you know, or, or if you did know that that's been thought of, but I'm so glad you raised it because that adds, it lends more value that there's your perspective is the same as some others I've heard. So you just have to, you just have to solicit it and don't let it, I call it, don't let it ride. How many times have we been in a meeting and you can see a, hmm. you know, where you, right. you see a facial expression or you're like, just that second. Yeah. And you just move on and you just move on. Now, sometimes it's a time and place. Maybe that is not the time, but you definitely should follow up. Hey, I saw a facial expression in there. Did you have a thought? Was there a concern? Was, you know, what were you, can I answer something that was unanswered? Those kind of things. But all of those are not yes or no answers. And when you're going to be curious, they need to be open-ended. You need to ask questions that are not a yes or no. You know, it needs to be an open-ended, thoughtful question that's going to lend value to what you're trying to discover. And the fascinating thing is how many people that may, they may have a leader in their life, a boss, if you please, who treats them that way and shut your mouth. If they don't mirror that exact same behavior with their team, the very thing that we hate, we, we often mirror, you know, to our own team. That's right. Don't do that. Don't, Don't do, that. do that. We we have talked about we have Randy talked and I. If you're not watching, we're both shaking our heads yeah. vigorously. Yeah. Don't 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 do that. Don't be that. Don't yeah. be that person. Well, we have talked about leadership and culture and how how much more effective and efficient it is when it can start at the top. But I don't want people to think, well, okay, so grassroots efforts are there's what's the point? There's no point. Oh, there is a point, and we're going to have an upcoming episode. I already wrote it down uh, about the story. <laughs> The story that you tell, the story that your team That's tells, right. the story that your department tells, if you are a director, 
in a city and the culture isn't as spectacular as you would like it to be, then you can absolutely lead the way. You can absolutely be a star director leading a star team and you can make sure people will notice. You don't have to ballyhoo yourself, but you if you incorporate some of these behaviors that we're trying to coach, you will stand out. Right. You will stand out. And they will come to you. I can assure you if there's trust and they feel they cannot maybe talk to the top, you know, they can't talk to their ACM or their DCM or their CM in a safe place, but they feel you will listen and you have a creative, appropriate way of passing on knowledge without identifying people and betraying trust, they will come to you and share. And it's all about how you use that knowledge to empower change. Because I believe every person can make a difference. It's how you choose to utilize the knowledge you have gained. And I I remind people as you're listening in this episode, you can serve up just as well as you can serve outwardly and down. You You can serve up. You have to, if you're going to be a great leader, you're going to, you're going to have to figure that out. We bring this up because of one word and the word is contagious because perhaps more than any of the other ingredients that we talk about, this one is contagious. And if you can develop a high performing culture in your, in, within your team, within your department, within whatever, however narrow or broad your, your scope of influence is your leadership. It, it can be contagious. Will it be, are there guarantees? No, I can more closely guarantee that with this particular ingredient, curiosity, it can be contagious because we get in habits. We get in these routines of being in tell mode or in ask mode and both are habits and ask mode is infinitely more powerful than tell mode because when we do get to the tell part and we always do curiosity always leads somewhere. That's right. You know, I, I've got grandkids and I mean, we've had conversations about just some of the most bizarre things. Lisa and I did, um, did a recording and I mentioned one of my grandsons, he got curious about cholesterol of all things. And so we're having this conversation here with a, you know, with an eight year old about cholesterol. Well, he had never heard this thing and you're talking, was fascinated. yeah, you're talking about arteries and veins and stuff. And he's got, you know, we've got our phones out and we're showing him, we're Googling for images, right. To show him. And, and he's just, Hey, it's like, he has no idea what, what, what this even is, but I guess he had overheard adults talking and if you've ever dealt with a, with a child, one question, curious. Yeah, yeah. One question begets 10 more. That's right. Right. You just continue hopping down this bunny trail and yes, it can be exhausting. We're not telling you to exhaust your team, but it does provoke, it does provoke better questions. And I'll give you an added benefit of it. If we can embrace curiosity and we can ask better questions, it also helps us spread the contagious behavior of questioning the answers that we already had. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. we, 
we thought this was the best way to do it. Well, what if we were wrong? Or what if there's a better way? What if we could have, we could refine that? Now I've got a person, I've got a personality quirk. Well, my wife would tell you, I got a lot of personality quirks, <laughs> but one of my default behaviors is the propensity. And there've been big shot, smarty pants assessment folks who've put language to this refiner, for instance, in the disc profile, people like me are just kind of bent to, it can be great and wonderful. It's not that I'm super judgmental or critical about how it is, but my mind instantly goes to wondering, could it be better? What, what if, could it be five? Could we be 5% better? Could we be 5% more? What would that look like? You know, because I'm bent to look at it to kind of hate to leave any potential on the table. Now there's always going right. to be potential on the table, right? We're not perfect, but that's kind of my default perspective. Now that can work against me because our strengths can eventually become our weaknesses, but it can make the whole curiosity thing be even more powerful. If I'm in a room with other people, particularly if I'm in a room with more diverse people, people well, that and, aren't bent, bent that way. And I think it's important kind of what you talked about, you mentioned, you know, as your, your grandson was asking these questions, you could go on for hours. Don't do that with your team, right? <laughs> you, a child will ask questions, which will lead to another question, which will lead to 10 more, which then leads to, is the grass also red? The grass yeah. is not red. Well, how did the grass get green? Yeah. I mean, it just can go forever. Yeah, we need and a I bit more focus you, in the workplace than that. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. But that, that whole point being said for, for the listeners, you must, you're trying to ask questions to get to a solution. Don't just ask questions for the sake of asking, ask good questions that have a point, right? I mean, as simply as I can state it, That's you need right. to ask questions that are leading you to what you are trying to resolve. Don't ask questions about if the color is blue or not, if blue doesn't matter. If the color doesn't matter, don't ask the question of what color they think it is. Ask the questions that are going to benefit you towards a solution. So, you know, as we're, as you're being curious, we've talked about this. Uh, you have to have humility first, the first ingredient, our foundation. Then you need to be curious in this podcast, like we're doing today. And to do that effectively, ask open-ended questions, questions that are not yes or no, then ask good questions. Because as you said, Randy, and many times I've spoken with you, better questions lead to what? Better answers. So ask really great questions um, and then make sure you're working towards a solution so they're effective. And lastly, as you're being curious, I think we, we need to always, I've seen, you need to be respectful of time. If the meeting is set for an hour to solve, solve for the hour, don't go to two hours and don't go two and a half, right? Yep. That will, we talked about in our previous episodes, what will derail things. That will derail any improvement that you've made or any approach you've taken because now you're not respecting time. So I would tell people, be cautious as you're asking these questions to do it in a time that's communicated with your team that's communicated and stick to that. You can always come back, but stay focused on the mission. What are you trying to solve for and ask better questions to get better answers? Anything the, else to add on that? Well, no, I mean, my thought is all of these activities, 
the more we use them, the more proficient we get at it. Of course. It's like when, communication. When, yeah. When you, when you, when you, when you, if, if you've not been in the habit of assembling your team and asking a lot of questions, the best advice I can give you is start, start it. You're not going to, it's not going to be perfect. You're not going to get it all completely right. The good news is you don't have to. That's right. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect. Sometimes there's great value in those imperfections. Yeah. We talk about just like a child, just like a toddler when they're learning to walk, they don't just start walking. They stand up, they take a step, they sit down. (laughs) Right. And you may, and you may have seen it. There's this thing going over at at LinkedIn that I, that I, I I saw, you know, a, a, a child can fall. 50 times and trying to learn to walk. Well, the child doesn't think, okay, well, I'm just, this clearly, I'm just never going to walk. Yeah. This is clearly not for me. (laughs) I mean, no, no, no child thinks that way. That parent has a whole different issue if that child's thinking about that. (laughs) So as leaders, we can't think that way. We can't think that way either. You know, one of the big things that, that, that I think about is every day, if you are a boss, who's a leader, you are asking for more. You are asking for your people to give you more, to do more work, to improve that work, to grow, to learn. You're challenging them. If, if you're a good boss, you want them to get better. Then you need to expect that of yourself as well. That's kind of a side note, but when it comes to curiosity, what I have found one of the toughest, toughest things particularly for leaders who have a position, a title, some authority is to avoid going into tell mode too quickly. You and I have, we've got this super small group and Lisa and the other participant and I, you know, we have these conversations and occasionally we have these discussions and somebody brings an issue to, and I'll table. say, okay, let's let's ask questions. What are the questions we've got so that we can gain some understanding? Because what we're chasing here, people, is clarity. We're chasing clarity. We're chasing comprehension. And that comprehension is, I want to make sure that I'm seeing what has happened and what is happening accurately. Now, my crystal ball's yeah. broken. I can conjecture i can project what i think might would happen but if if i can see the past and the present accurately it certainly will help me make a better decision for the future so my curiosity there's the goal the the goal is to understand the goal is clarity the goal is to make sure that i'm this is these are thinking skills and And the more we practice them the better go i know i was going to say i loved uh as as randy and i had he was an executive coach for me. I, you know, and, and I was proud and, and it, it's interesting because we talked just a little quick, uh, digression, but as I reached an executive coach, Randy, you know, I didn't never, I had never heard of one. I didn't know what it is. There was new leadership at the top. And I thought, what the heck I must be failing, <laughs> you know? And I thought I was doing really great. And I was quickly taught, no, no, no you've got, you're in a rough spot. You're half staffed. You've got these issues you have to address. There was some other surrounding issues, not with me, but things that we had to work on. Um, and I knew of those and I was on the path, but man, I was exhausted. 
I was tired. There was turnover. We've got Matt, we've got COVID just running rampant, uh, all of these things. And, and then I'll, I, I promise I'll get back on track. But the whole point of that was clarity, as you talked about. You never told me an answer, but you would ask questions. What's going on today? What's going on in your world this week? That wasn't you trying to figure out and searching for your next answer to tell me what to do. That was you truly, genuinely, right? Trying to understand where I was at in that moment and what was, what did I need help with that week? Um, again, it was, it's important to understand I knew the path I needed to take, but sometimes you have self-doubt that creeps in and all of a sudden you're like, gosh, am I doing the, am I, am I, am I just crazy? Am I doing the right thing? Um, and Randy, through your questioning, through your curiosity and my situation that I can share with our listeners, you left it. What is happening? What's happened this past week? What's happening in your world right now? What are your stressors? Those are not a yes or no, no. But, right? That's a great example of the things you asked. What is going on in your life right now? Whether it was personal, because sometimes we always say we're leaving personal at home. Never true. You cannot separate the two. If you've got personal issues, they are going to come to work with you, whether it's emotionally, something else. But you would ask, and we'd sometimes we would talk 15 minutes about, you know, Don and I trying to find land and, and we've been looking and looking and it's outpriced and we felt like we weren't getting anywhere. And was it really going to happen after all these years? And and sometimes that that played a part in my cloudiness with everything also clouding work. Because now I'm worried about this goal that I have long-term that I can't achieve and this staff and uh, HR goals that I'm trying to reach and new policies I'm trying to push out and I can't get leverage because there's COVID claims coming in every day that we don't know how to process yet and, you know, those kind of things. All that to be said, your curious questions helped lead to clarity. And I, uh, what I was laughing about as we started is I remember you going, okay, worst case scenario, which now I love, but then I hate it because <laughs> mm -hmm. you're like, okay, okay. If, if, if the land's not available, what's the worst case? Well, I don't get land. Well, what? Okay. You don't get the land. What's the worst case? Well, Don and I are never going to be able to retire because it's not worth it. Okay. Well, what's the worst case? <laughs> you know, and you kept asking, I'm like, Randy. And you're like, the point is none of that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. just, you're never right. going to get to the worst case. It's got to be better than that. Well, and so I think now, that's the what second. Can we do? I think that's the second point of 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 curiosity. The one is the clear comprehension, a clear understanding. But there's a second benefit that could happen. Yeah, I could come in guns a blazing and say, "Well, Lisa, you, here's what you here's what you ought to do." And as leaders, we are prone to come up with the answer. We are prone to not hide our cards especially as strong leaders no we we you you, you want to be the fixer is yeah, what i call we, it we've got the ace up our sleeve and we can't wait <laughs> we just we want to throw it down on the table and <laughs> and then hold our hands in the air like see see i am like in I, spades my husband puts the yeah. the ace of spades on his or right. whatever it is right. on, he licks it and sticks it to his forehead so everybody right. knows i've got the card <laughs> right <laughs> But we get in that we get in that mode. So sometimes the other benefit you've heard Lisa make her confession about you know me challenging her about crippling the team. It's not that she couldn't do it for them. She could. 
It's not that she couldn't do it better. She could. But what's the point here? You know, is the point to get them to where they can grow and they can be better. And now she can leverage all of their great work. And I mean, her life today professionally and her life then professionally, they look a little bit different. The way, the way that you're <laughs> spending your time is, is a little bit different. So curiosity. Yeah, and I would, and I would say, that. Randy, yeah, that, and that the interesting thing here is my heart never changed. No. My heart was, and you know, from the day one, my heart was for my people. I have not changed that in my 26 years of leading at this city. I have a passion for the city and I have a passion for people that, that I serve up, down, out, any level volunteers. It doesn't matter. But you added clarity in a moment of cloudiness. You helped the clouds part, and I could see this, see the light <laughs> again. But it's also why you made the most of of you made the most of the coaching, probably more so than anybody anybody that that I've worked with because of that, because of that commitment, and because of you know who you are and the way you want to roll, and your own dedication and determination to it. And curiosity, curiosity myself, because I, like you, want to be better for those I'm serving. I want to be a really great leader to those where I can impact and influence, because guess what that gives us? More great leaders, more great teammates. That gives government more great leaders. If I don't have a place for them here, I, can, I call it grow them and send them. I want to keep them. But if it's in if it's in their best interest to go somewhere because we don't have a spot and they're ready, guess what? I'm hoping the word gets back that they're from Grand Prairie. They're good to go. Yeah. Because they grow them great, right? What legacy does that leave in our city if that's the case, or in the cities that you're in if well, you can or grow make, them and or, send them? Or make you an attractive destination for somebody who's looking. That's right. There's a reason that good teams just keep getting better and and seem to attract good players, good employees. Yeah. And this is it. I think the point here too is not that we're selling Grand Prairie. That's not what this is about at all. I use those because that's my no that's my last 26 years of time. But your city may have really great things too. And all we're talking about is leveraging that and making sure you don't lose that curiosity and lose that humility. Or if you're one that's in a position of influence to influence and impact another, to develop a program where you can influence. Hopefully these lend to that of goals that you can establish at your city or just add to goals that already are great and just further enhance them. I think it doesn't matter. You could have a horrible culture and you're needing to establish a better one. You could have a great culture, but you need to grow people. I think this particular series, uh, Randy, and this curiosity is so key in any business practice that you have. Does that make sense? In any industry, it doesn't matter if you're public works. It doesn't matter if you're the concrete crew. It doesn't matter if you're in water utilities or landfill or the police department, if you are curious, improvements and enhancements and growth can be had. Well, it's contagious. And I have argued long and loud. It perhaps is the most fun 
because it it is fun. It's fun to ask the questions. It's fun to listen to the various responses. It's fun to think about the next question that can be asked and it provokes everybody in your team to take on this habit. And if we get in the habit, if we can develop our team to amplify their own curiosity, it prevents us from the quick knee jerk shoot from the hip problem solving that so many people tend to do. And it short circuits really good strategic thinking. I have yet to sit in front of any city manager. I have yet to sit in front of any CEO. I have yet to sit in front of, well, there aren't many directors that I've sat in front of that don't lament how they, they really would like for their team, their people, their organization to be more strategic in their thinking. And I don't know of any, any remedy better than to amplify the curiosity. That's right. If we just, if we will just get ourselves focused on what's the, what's the best question I can ask here and who cares about getting it right. I'm not talking about putting so much pressure on yourself that you think, well, I've got to ask the perfect question. You don't get just one. You can ask more. You can keep asking more. And it's so, it's so interesting because look at your organizations out there and think of whoever's in the seat at the top, whether that's you or, or that's people above you or, you know, appear to you, et cetera. But I think it's important. Most of us, like you said, should have strategic goals as a city because we should all be working towards those together. And you may have departmental wide goals as well, but all of them should roll up to the top to the mission of the city, right? Hopefully everybody has that established. And what a great place and an easy place. We always try to end with something that's helpful that you can apply. But if you, hopefully you have done strategic planning and that those goals are set, but what better way to explore those than to, with your team, how can we, what are our goals that match, you know, it's development. We want more development in city. We want, to build relationships with businesses, partners, and internal customers. What you know, whatever that looks like to your city, how is your department working towards those goals in your industry? And meet with your team and ask that question and be curious without telling them. On the flip side, how many of you have said or heard, okay, guys, here's our goals for the year. We're going to develop, da, da, da. we're going to do this. HR, I want you to improve your, your policies and procedures. And I want you to roll out a training program. But yet the culture is horrible. Are you the one that's going to ask the question, should we explore our culture? Should we focus on that first and talk to your leadership team? Um They may, you know, the surveys are a big thing now to do the different surveys. Uh, All of those things, I think you've got to ask the question because I'm just telling you, if the culture is not set and is not lived and felt, work on that first with curiosity. Get with the leadership team. If you're a smaller city, easier to do a little bit, fewer people. If you're a larger team, may, may take some crafting at the top. But those are easy ways to start with humility, not being the smartest person in the room, ingredient one, and then 
here we are on curiosity. I'll end with a story. I'll keep it short. So I'm having delivery problems, deliveries into customers' homes, big items, just one problem after another delivery crew, they get out there and they realize they, they find that they've got, you know, 24 steep steps to go up. Nothing, nothing written in any of the delivery instructions that explain, okay, or, or a rear entry, just all kinds of problems like that. So I go to the sales team and I said, what, what question are we asking the customers? And in unison, they practically answered, well, we're asking the customer, is there anything abnormal about your delivery situation? I said, well, who's going to answer? Who's going to answer? No, who's, I don't know yeah, what that means. Exactly. <laughs> who's going to answer anything other than no to that? There's nothing abnormal to mine. Oh yeah. You know, there's 80 steps and you know, they're a, they're a 90 degree angle. But and you're delivering on the third floor. <laughs> yeah, but that's but that's normal to me because I come home every day. I mean, yeah. so my challenge is: there a better question? Can you think of something better to to ask? And they Are there all, any stairs we need to be prepared for? They all they all thought and they thought and they thought and I said, well, let me give you one. Describe how we're going to describe the route that we're going to take from the street or your driveway to get this into your home, describe the driveway. How about if we do that? It's well, a 75 foot slope covered in ice. It, it almost, <laughs> it almost instantaneously took all of the problems out of the equation That's because right. now, it's a now we're question. at, we're asking our customers to describe to us. Okay. How's the access? How am I going to get access to where I need to put this thing in your home? Well, that's a whole different answer. Then is there anything abnormal about your delivery? Well, no. think about Amazon. Huge. Yeah. What's in their instructions, any instructions for delivery of the driver. And it gives examples place behind the column, right? right. Place by the garage door and the stone, you know, I and mean, they give little examples. So you're like, right. Oh yeah, I'm not going to yeah. be home. So putting it in the rear entry would be great. Well, and I can promise you they, but, didn't I mean, start, they, didn't, they didn't start out asking all that. No, they didn't. They it learned, they learned that they needed to start asking those things. And it's going to be no different with, with your city. It's going to be right. no different with your team or your organization. It's a great habit. It's great. I, I think. I think we're robbing ourselves of a great opportunity to have a good time with our people. And I don't care if the subject matter is very sober. I'm not minimizing the task at hand, but the whole process, it's super engaging. It's super fun. It gives, it also gives everybody the opportunity to be heard. Just don't, don't jump to tell mode too quick. That's right. You do have a time constraint that Lisa talked about. Stay within those, but don't just don't go to tell mode too quickly, assuming that you already know and let everybody else assume that they know as don't well. Don't always be the fixer. No, but boy Don't always be the fixer. No, but boy, but most, we're born that way. <laughs> yeah, most of us <laughs> are can, bent, most of us are bent that way. I yes, get it. I yes, get it. That's exactly All right, right. Next time. What are we up to, Lisa? We're up to knowledge. knowledge. Well, knowledge. that's the whole reason to be curious, right? That's we want right. to improve our knowledge. So 
We're Tell adding me. these ingredients to our recipe. That's it. Each episode. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for clicking play. Tell a friend. Thanks for watching and listening to Grow Great, a city government leadership podcast. For Lisa Norris, I'm Randy Cantrell. Be well, do good, grow great. The website is growgreat.com. Thank you.